Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. This episode is brought to you by the SPT Navigation System. We're here to help you navigate through your PT school journey, whether it's your first time or your second lap around, and get you through debt-free. As PT students, this is what we would have wanted to help us navigate PT school, and so we've created all of this for you. We give you the tools and resources that school does not give you in order to get into the right mindset for school success, adjusting to the heavy workload of PT school, studying smarter, managing your stress and your time, making connections, and other tools you need in order to become a debt-free SPT. Click the link in the description to join the upcoming class. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude, everyone. And for today's episode, this, we already know, this is going to be a fire episode because we have Paul on the podcast today, good friend of ours, and we are so freaking excited for this. So Paul, thanks so much for coming on. Yo, thank you for letting me come on. I just want to start off by saying I'm very honored. For those of y'all who have been listening to this podcast faithfully, how long have y'all been going? Or... Uh, a little over a year, right? Yeah, like they, that's not a small task, first of all. Anybody who knows that when it comes to like podcasting, most people don't make it past like episode eight or seven. So for y'all to be going a year into it, first of all, big, big accomplishment. And two, for anybody who's been tuning in and listening to this podcast, like I just need y'all to understand that these two individuals here they're not just like talking and blowing smoke they're in the fight they are doing pt school while understanding and like working towards their future and to have that kind of access is phenomenal and it's not it's not common so whoever's been like listening to this and whoever's been feeling inspired to take that next step i promise you stop 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 being selfish towards your future self. They've been giving you fire content over and over. Take that step, take that leap, and you will thank yourself. Anyway, I'm so honored to be on this podcast. That was amazing. Thank you so much for saying that. And we appreciate you. And that's why so many people, all of our listeners, are going to relate so much. So if you want to tell everybody, a little bit about your background, how you got into PT, and where you are today. Okay, like everything. Whatever you'd like to share. We got time? We got time. We got time. We got time. <laughs> <laughs> we got time. So let me start off by saying that I originally hail from the country of Kenya, born and raised, grew up there, moved to the States back in 2001 which feels like an eternity ago. Physical therapy was not anywhere in my radar. See, growing up, we basically, and you might hear this from a lot of people, like I grew up with the notion that I essentially had like three paths. 
I could choose in life. The first, like being an MD, the other one being like a lawyer and the other one, like choosing like engineering or something like that. That was essentially like the preset path from where I could go. And for a lot of my life, that's what I believed. For a lot of my life, that's what I grew up. So in high school, I did this program called the uh, Professional Health Careers Academy. And for a lot of y'all, I know you probably know, like we had an affiliation with HOSA, which was the Health Occupation Students of America. I still remember it. <laughs> I was on a debate team. Anyway, so in high school, you know, I did all that, did some rotations in the OR. I actually did a rotation in PT and I hated it. It was terrible. And I did a rotation like long-term care, ambulance stuff, cardiology, which was hype because I thought I wanted to be a cardiologist because of that rotation. Like I, I, everything I did was pointed in the direction of becoming a medical doctor. And I remember when I got into, and I'm just beyond, I'm transparent. I got into my first semester of college and I completely flunked it. I'm talking like straight F after F. Well, it was so bad. Like we had E's at the school I went to. So we didn't have S. We had like straight E's. But either way, failure is failure. And I just remember like realizing in that first semester, bruh, like this is not what you want. But, you know, what else is out there? What else is out there? And did not take the step to discover that. So I just went to the next semester, like, no, I, this is what I want. This is what I want to get after and did a little better. Took a genetics class in the fall of that following school year, sophomore year. And it was in genetics that I had the complete realization that being an MD was not for me. Like genetics just ruined me. It was, it was rough. And I was just like, I cannot see myself doing another like four years of this after undergrad. There is no way I cannot. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know what I'm not going to do. And so went on a little soul searching mission and landed on law. And uh, the problem with that was I was really good at it. Like, but the fire wasn't there. Right. And I think, you know, for a lot of people, you may uh, relate with that where you're really good at something, but you know, your purpose is not in there. So fast forward a couple of years um, to 2018, your boy was going through like some emotional heartbreak and hit up my boy, Joseph. Uh, he's a PT down in Tampa. And I was talking to him and his now wife. They're like, hey, just come down and visit us. And, you know, growing up in Michigan, who doesn't want an excuse to leave winter in January, right? And so um, went down to Tampa and I hung out with him in his clinic for a couple of days. And it was there that I got my first, like, I'm not going to say real, but I'm going to say genuine understanding of physical therapy. Because remember in high school, I did a PT rotation, but all we saw was like rotator cuffs and the promise of like aquatic therapy and then seeing like one person actually in the therapy pool. But other than that, like all I saw was rotator cuff. So I thought PT is just a bunch of moving our shoulders and getting back. Like, I was like, yo, this really cannot be it. I can't believe people choose. I remember thinking that I was like, I can't believe people choose to do this for a living. So I get down to Joseph's clinic and y'all like, it was something like I'd never seen before. He works down, he's a clinic director down at Renewal Rehab um, with Greg Todd. And it was just like, one, so Think of, look at it this way. One, here's my best friend. 
doing what he loves. And I actually remember him like talking about it because when we got out of high school, I remember he was trying to make that distinction between PT and MD because we were on the same thing. I went the MD route, he went the PT route. And I remember like, mm, should I go down that way? But no, <laughs> it's just, it's not, I'm, I, I did not have permission. Not even from an outside external source, I did not give myself permission to explore anything else. So I remember being in the clinic and just having conversation after conversation. I'm seeing people of all age ranges, age ranges, ranges. I'm seeing people of all ethnicities and backgrounds. I'm seeing people just coming in and coming out and they all had this fire. Like we're trying to get back to our mobility, but two, the way we're doing it here is changing how we get back to it. And like, I'm talking, they're playing music. Everybody's having a blast. People are chilling, kicking it, but we're still getting the job done. And I remember leaving the first day, like having hit a wall, realizing, yo, like you need to be in PT. You need to be in, not like one. No, you need to be in physical therapy. This is where you're supposed to be. And I remember going the second day and I'm like, yo, this is where I'm supposed to be. So what did I naturally do? I ran away from it for a whole year. I, and what's crazy is I kept putting myself in situations to be around PTs. I came to SSPT Live. I think I was like the only non-PT in that one, right? And I remember like being around it like, yo, this is, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I kept running. And I remember talking to my girlfriend back in um, October and I just brought it up, you know, do you think I should go to, to PT school? You think I should explore it? And, you know, every time she was like, if you think it's the right for you thing. Because I never, I'd never told her about that experience, right? It was just something where I was like, if I don't talk about it, if I don't acknowledge it, I can run away from it. And this is something I do not have to do. Because I knew it would require of me things that I had never before required of myself. And I remember a couple of things happened in November of last year, December of last year. And I started listening to some podcasts and I was just like, I'd go on these walks because I tried this vegan thing this year um, and it's been life-changing. But I remember one of the things I was like, I need to do more cardio, but because I hate cardio, I need to keep myself busy out there. And so I was like, well, let me just listen to podcasts. So I started ingesting physical therapy podcasts just over and over and over. And in April, I just remember being out there and I was like, I'm going to do it. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know what I have to do right now. All I know is that come August, 2020, I'm gonna be in PT school. And right then and there, I, I remember the date, like I remember the place. I was just like, come August, I'm going to be in PT school. And that's where the tough stuff started. Because at the same time, lo and behold, I decided to um, start a business, PT business and um, with my girlfriend and we're doing mobile PT and like some other stuff. Well, you guys know, but the listeners don't, but we're doing a couple other things. And so it's been, it's been a phenomenal journey going through doing my prereqs. I was just telling Sarah and Gabby, I just walked out of my physics one final today and your boy is excited. Got an A by the way, which is a huge deal because that was a class that was like making me panic, but doing my prereqs and kind of going through the journey. I have a, two more left. I've been applying, I've done the whole PT cash route, but now just, I am actually moving in transition into my life in 2020, where I actually now, not just thinking about, I have a business, I actually have to start thinking about what's it gonna be like to be a business owner in physical therapy school. 
And I remember, I even wrote it in my essay. I was like, you know, the biggest thing for me in being in PT school is not that I just want you to like groom me to go work. No, I already have where I want to be, right? So I'm coming in here to learn not just how to have like manual skills, but I'm coming here to learn what it actually takes to be in PT and what it means to be physical therapist. Because it's, it's one of the hardest things, if I'm being honest with you, it's one of the hardest things for me not being able to practice in my own practice. It's one of the hardest things for me when all my friends basically are already DPTs and they're doing it. And I fully know and understand that they have a bigger chance of coming to work in my business before I get that chance. There's like a three, two to three year gap, depending on the school I'm waiting on. There's a two to three year gap between me actually being able to work in my purpose. So I actually have started to do the things to line that up now, but I'm in this weird phase because there's some pretty hefty, big, very attainable goals um, in the future that uh, we're working on. But in the meantime, I'm a pre-PT, I'm a business owner, I'm a son, I'm a boyfriend, I am a brother, I am a friend of people, and I talk into cameras a lot, and um, I'm very passionate, and I really love Sriracha, in case anybody <laughs> wanted that. <laughs> and a podcaster, don't forget. And a, oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I also have a podcast, and I, we're actually starting another one, so... It's called Potatoes. Can I plug myself? I apologize. Plug yourself in here. So our first podcast is uh, my co-host, Carl Bourne Jr. He's a PT student um, in St. Augustine. And that one's called The Rooted Deep Podcast. And then uh, for the business, we're actually starting another podcast called Potatoes and Sriracha. It's going to be a fun one. It's uh, going to focus on the aspects of like running a business when you feel vastly underqualified, but extremely called. So that's what that's going to be about. Tune in some point in 2020. I'll let y'all know when it's up and running. But yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. And like, I really love the Ohio State Buckeyes, in case anybody was wondering too. I'll put that in there. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I just want to ask whatever you're willing to share about your business journey, like how it started, what you guys are up to, and what you want to be doing by the time you start PT school, like what is that gonna look like? Okay, cool. So how it started, 2019 has been a year, a year of like, not just growth, but like painful growth. Because one of the things I realized going into physical therapy, and I've had to realize it very quickly and very painfully, is that it costs a lot of money to get that piece of paper. And unfortunately, we don't have the same benefits as say MDs because they can come out of school and they're like floating in dough essentially. I mean, they got a lot of student loans too, like half a million, but like, you know, the way to get it paid eventually, I think personally happens a lot faster than PTs because I think the average PT salary is what, 60,000? Ugh, makes me sick. But part of that is, I think it's due to just not knowing what PT does. And then two, like just being so dependent on reimbursements and insurance and all that fun stuff. So for us, we actually started a cash PT practice and it's mobile. And the reason we did that was because we want to be able to create the easiest possible way to provide the therapy to people that need it. But then also it's allowed us the freedom 
to do what we want to do. Because, I mean, think about it, right? Just imagine for a second, like, what it would have been like as a pre-PT. For a lot of y'all, for a lot of people listening to this, right? They're student physical therapists. So just imagine what it would have been like as a pre-PT to know what you were going to do the day you graduated. And they called you Dr. Such and Such. And you already knew, no, tomorrow I'm taking my board and then I'm practicing. Like, you already know that. Just imagine how exhilarating that is. And for me, I knew from the jump that because of my view of physical therapy, there just was no way I could allow myself to fall into a place where I would get stuck. And by stuck, I mean like 40, 50 hours a week and not being able to do what I want to do. Because one of my personal goals is that I want to be able to spend time with my family and kids one day. I don't have them yet, but you know, one day, I want to be able to do that. I want to have that freedom. I don't want to have to like get approval from another human being to go spend time with my kids. Like that's the craziest concept. I don't want to have to be tied down to like only having a Saturday and a Sunday be my free days. And for a lot of PTs, they don't even get that because they got to work like one weekend per month. I just could not relegate that to myself because I understood one, my significant other's love language is quality time. I sure I'm not about to be fulfilling that working all the time. And then two, just having the freedom and understanding of like, I'm not even, I'm not even going to go into like wealth building. I'm just going to talk about just the freedom. Understanding that in order to have freedom, I needed to take control of my life and to take control of my life as a PT, I needed to start my, and play my own game. Right. I couldn't play. I couldn't rely on somebody else's game because in that game, Essentially, you just have to continually become so valuable that they can't replace you. And in order to do that, you got to start showing up more than is necessary. You got to start putting in time at home, time while you should be with loved ones, skipping out on holidays or birthdays or big celebrations. I couldn't do that. I could not do that. And that was one of the hardest. So when I was saying painful, like that was one of the hardest realizations I had because I want to do this so badly but I cannot do it the way the thing is built right now. So building the business, um, it's been painful. It's been humbling. We hired an accountant like month two because I had to come to the realization, bro, like this is not your bread and butter. Somebody else needs to be able to keep track of everything. So it's been like every month we get a statement of like how much we spend. And then a little part of me cries and I just have to continually remember like the dream, the sacrifices we're doing uh, because we've sacrificed a lot. Like you guys know, like we're all sacrificing a lot to have the life we want to live. But at the same time, what I have understood is that because we're doing this, one of my goals with the business, and I'm just, I'll say it here for the gratitude podcast. One of my goal with our business is not to actually be in it forever. One of my goals is to be able to bring in at least one new grad every single year starting 2021 because, and here's why, because it allows them the freedom that they normally would not be taught in school. I want somebody to come in and be like, oh, wait a minute. I can work three days a week and still make the same amount as somebody doing five to six. Okay, but how? I want to be able to build that system because I truly believe people deserve that freedom. Not just me. I truly believe other people deserve that freedom. And for me, the only way I can provide that outside of like saying join such and such is 
I have made something, here it is, please buy into it. Not even buy into it, just please allow me to help you help you change your life. So that's that's another big part of why like the business was so important because it's serving the purpose of not just like feeding us today, but it's gonna be able to feed somebody else's family and their future generations. I'd, I'd truly love, if I could pick one to two new grads every single year starting in 2021, I just know that the way their standard of life, it's going to go up, right? They're almost going to get spoiled because now it's like, you're not, you're not going to come into the profession feeling burnt out. And that's what a lot of people feel burnt out. They feel like six months. Can, can I tell y'all something? Can I, can I share? So my girlfriend just started practicing in March, no, in April. She also quit her first job in September. That's how long it took before she felt like maybe PT was not it. Just think about that. That's how long it took. From April to September, that's how long it took. And she's had this dream since she was like 12. Right? And I think like, and this is why building the business too, and I really hope if I'm going on a tangent, please bring me back. But building the business, I also want to show people that they can take control of their life. Because I have this personal belief like that even though we may feel unqualified for something, does not mean we're not called to it. So for her, she left her last place. But literally the next month became a clinic director. And that's a place that takes people how long to get? in the profession, we're, my bad, we're told how long it takes to get there. Years, not even five, like 10, 15, six months. Because no matter, and this is where, like, for somebody listening to this and you've been thinking about it, right? You've been thinking about what can you do to take control? Maybe going into Sarah and Gabby's course. Maybe understanding how to take control of your finances while you're in school. Because you're not, <laughs> if you don't learn it now, you're not going to learn it when you get out of school. You're not, right? All time does is amplify on the things we ignored. That's all time does. It just it shines light on the stuff we've ignored. And then later on, when you try to take control, it's going to be like, oh, wait, all that stuff I ignored built up. Because the, oh, Lord have mercy. Procrastination is like the greatest fertilizer for problems to grow. That's it. And that's all time does. So like for, for me believing that even if you don't feel like you're qualified, for her, she felt extremely qualified. And I remember being like, yo, just, just apply. Yes, they probably hire people that have been in the profession for 20 years, but just apply. Because what's for you is for you. And in opening the business, I want people to see. I want people to see that they can take control. I want to be sitting in class with my classmates and have them understand that all the stuff that basically has been ingrained into the profession from like the 70s, right? From the 80s. Like all that stuff, it, it doesn't apply now. We don't walk around with like Walkmans. We don't, we don't walk around. We don't power up a PC and it's like taking up the whole room. We don't do that. But why are we still buying into the way the profession was 30 to 40 years ago? And, and 
owning the business like and starting it i want people to be able to see that like yo we can do our schoolwork and we can own our lives it's all possible i i, I really just don't buy into that stuff anymore and it, and it it keeps me up at night it bothers me so much just because i know people are being spoon-fed that and that's how because they're being spoon-fed that in turn people only put out what they put in that's it when people are squeezed, right? So there's this parable, like, where if you take the toothpaste tube, right? Right? And you open it and you start squeezing. What's coming out? The toothpaste, right? But the only thing that comes out of the tube is the toothpaste because the toothpaste is the only thing that went in. And for a lot of us, because we do not see any other perspective of physical therapy, that's why we have to do stuff like this. That's why I started the business from not just the me thing. It was understanding that in five to 10 years, in 15 years, who's going to be in charge of the profession? Us. And we're not just going to be changing PT, we're going to be changing healthcare. And if we do not put ourselves in a position to start the change now, in 15 years, it's just going to be more of the same. Complaining that we're not getting paid enough, complaining that school costs too much, complaining, whining, whining, and taking zero action. That's why it matters to me so much to have the business because give somebody the opportunity to be free, but at the same time, show and lead by example. We should record this video and post part of this because at several points of that, all of you listeners cannot hear, or I mean, see Gabby just like clapping <laughs> over her head. Like guys, this is, this is insane. All right, Gabby, go ahead. Sorry. So I don't, <laughs> Damn it. I don't get emotional, but I'm getting emotional right now because it's so, what, everything that you just said, everybody listening to this, you, you have to wake up. You have to come to the realization. This is a real thing and you have to take responsibility because if you think that you don't have a choice, if you think that there's no way I can do all of this stuff and just not elevate yourself to another level for your future family to not trade time for money mm-hmm. and to think that you're going to be in debt for 20 plus years. Right. You need to rethink that. And that is why we are all so passionate about what we do as students and it just blows it just blows my mind because it's like people are wondering why are you putting all this extra work in on top of studying on top of like especially when it's finals and midterms week and people are wondering like why are you doing this right yo let me let's not just see and here's the thing right let's not just preach at people let's teach a little bit yeah right because a lot of the, I, I've come to realize a lot of the reason people do what they do is not because they can't, because it's just lack of knowledge, right? I remember in high school, they used to tell us like, you need to start preparing for college. You need to start looking at applying, but they'd tell you what to do, but not how to do it. So let's teach a little bit. Let's show them the how, right? And let's talk about this, right? So everything we've talked about, and I'm just going to focus straight up on just being a student physical therapist. One of the first things we have to ask ourselves is like, when it comes to our habits, one, and then how resilient we are in our habits. So let's just think about 
when it's exam time, right? Obviously in PT school, there's like way more tests than you can count. And it just feels like the world's on fire and you're okay with it, right? Has to be. So we have to start asking ourselves, what are the habits we have and how can we actually build resilience towards it? Because when things start going down the drain, we fall back to our habits. That, that's just natural. It does not matter what kind, you could have like super secret spy training. If things are going back, you fall down to your habits. So where are your habits at? We have to start talking about that. And one of the things I can suggest is like, what I do, right? So uh, I, I do this crazy thing called planning at the beginning of the week. It's just insane concept of planning. And for a lot of us, we do it in, in terms of school, but I wonder if we do it in terms of our mindset for the week. So it's very easy, like, and uh, they, they're listening, they can't see it. I was just gonna show you my planner. So I, every Sunday morning, I'll open my planner before we record our podcast and I'll write down when I have to work, when I have class, when I have got, got to do something, blah, 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 blah. And it sits there. And then I sit back and I tell myself, okay, all that is on paper. What of that can I, what of that can I actually do in a healthy mindset? How much of this can I accomplish in a way that does not make me not be able to show up hundred percent every single time? That's where it has to start, right? You're in PT school. Your full-time job is studying. And day one, they probably told you, you can't work and be in class at the same time, right? That's a bunch of nonsense. And here's why. Because I'm pretty sure when we were babies, nobody told us we can't walk and talk. Like, I'm sure there are two very hard concepts when you're an infant. But yet we did it. I need us to start looking at PT school like it's just something that's harder. It's going to require more of you but we have the ability to rise up, right? We have the ability to rise up. We fall in as kids. And when we're kids, like we have the youth of like a thousand child, children, like we'll fall up, we'll scrap, we'll, we'll break bones and we'll get up and like, all right, let's go again. So why are we not able to do that now? Habits. We're not getting, we're not planning. We are not putting ourselves in the position to actually take time to give ourselves the opportunity. So are you giving yourself personal time in the week or are you just sitting in the books all day and then you're going to Daver lab and then you're going to the library and then you're up at two o'clock in the morning, still studying. And then you got to wake up at four or five, six. All right. You're doing all the right things, but you're doing it at what? 50%. And then you're surprised that your grades aren't doing well. Come on. The other thing we've got to start understanding is that, Resiliency is only built when we show up every single time. So your habits are not gonna like, it's not a matter of choosing 10 things. Oh, I wanna be great at 10 things. No, you gotta choose one thing at a time. That's really what it is. We are way too busy as students to try and master 10 things while mastering anatomy and physiology or while mastering neuro or while sitting. There's not enough time in the day. There's only 24 hours. So pick the one that's the most important. That's where we're going to start. Pick the one that's most important. Because if you start doing that over and over again, if that means you just take five minutes every morning between classes and you just put in your noise-canceling headphones and you just sit there 
And because that's your only time of the day where you cannot have any interruptions and you just have mental space. If that's what it takes to do that every single day, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna start being able to do that without the headphones. You're gonna be able to start doing that within the chaos. Then that's gonna show up on the test because while everybody else is freaking out and panicking, you've mastered the way to find your calm. You've mastered the way to find your center. And guess what's gonna happen as a result? Your grade goes where? Up. So you're not what? As stressed. Which means you can do more what? Sleep. You see what I'm saying? That's where it's at. And then at that point, you're gonna enter what I call the 1% Student Physical Therapy Club. Let's just call it that, the 1% SPT Club, because not every single SPT is in there, and the ones that they think they are, they're not. Because to be a 1% student SPT takes a lot. And this is me saying it from the inside out. This is my observation of multiple SPTs. Because I'm not in it, yes, one can say that I don't understand it, but at the same time, near damn all my friends are in PT school and I'm seeing how it's affecting them. And I sure can tell you, listen, I understand your struggle, but I promise you, I promise you, all it takes is just a few minor changes. Big changes don't change our lives, it's the details. And 1% SPTs, they focus on the details. That's what they do. So I'd say not even just like preaching at like understanding how, just start to look at your life from an aspect. So that's where you take your calendar or your planner or your book, whatever. And you say, okay, where do I have these holes now in my, in my week? And what can I put in there that can develop me? So personal development. Are you maybe listening to some, mindful stuff on your way to class every day right something i had to start doing because physics physics almost took your boy out week one i was like i was sitting in there people talking about like photons and different camera like things and like chips and i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i am out of my league <laughs> whatever so what did i have to start doing on the way to class instead of because i love y'all i love trap music like i can't explain it but instead of like blasting my music i started listening to some eric thomas on the way to on the way to class right and i actually started practicing because i asked my teacher can i do my exams the way i study right and that's that's another thing too asking permission but can i do my exams the way i study 25 minutes five minutes off can i can i listen to music can i do that and so i literally started practicing so i could play there's this concept for those of y'all who are sports fans there's this concept in football where like a lot of wide receivers in practice will catch a ball, then drop it, right? While they're doing, they'll just catch and drop, catch and drop, catch and drop. It's fine in practice, but guess what happens in the game? When the ball's thrown to them, they catch it, but then they drop it. What does that do? Now it's not a complete pass. And then they start asking, wait, what's going on? Why can't, why can't I put the ball in my hands? That's what's happening to a lot of us, right? We're, we're not we're not we're not playing the way we practice we're not practicing the way we meant to play and for those of y'all who are starting pt school and you're making that transition it's a big transition but guess what it's time to show up that's really the, that's the honest truth it's time to show up it's time to put yourself and it's like at the end of the day Right at the end of the day, I'll just wrap it. I'll, at the end of the day, you have to understand that, as Eric Thomas says, because I'm a big ET fan, execution is worshipped. 
when you're going to get into the PT profession, you're not going to get paid for how hard you worked. Right? Nobody's just going to come in and say, oh, yeah, you definitely deserve a raise because, <laughs> because you, you did 70 hours this week. Nobody cares. If I'm being real, you're going to get paid because of what you accomplished. Did you build enough units? Did you see enough patients? Did you have enough evals? In school, you don't get graded for how hard you studied. You get graded for what answers you got correct. In life, we do not get rewarded for how hard we tried. We only get rewarded for what we accomplished. Now, that's not to negate that you should not try hard. You should, right? Because winners win. At the end of the day, winners win. And everybody listening to this podcast is, in fact, a winner. That's how I know it, right? Everybody listening to this podcast is a winner. So how are you, as a listener and an SPT and a future DPT, putting yourself aside, not even against other people, but against who you used to be? How are you challenging who you used to be? Because going into this new decade, 2020 and on, going, how are you going to challenge what kind of student you are? How are you going to challenge what you've been doing this year versus what you're going to do starting in the January term? It's a matter of those small, tiny changes that we have to make. And that's where like the teaching really has to happen because we tell people a lot of what to do and not how to do them. By the way, just a shameless plug, that's why Sarah and Yabby have their teaching course. Because now that takes away the guesswork. That takes away, how do I get through it without issues? You deserve, as a student PT, you deserve to have your life be as free as possible while in school. You deserve to have the option to choose whether or not you're gonna spend this evening stuck in the books and you're reading neuro till the sun comes up. You deserve to have that option, but you're not ready to get there yet because you're not ready to do what it takes. And it doesn't take a lot. It only takes a few minor changes. And that's where a lot of us struggle. That's where I struggled most of my life, right? I spent this year, like January, I was like, I'm gonna go vegan because I realized like I ate a lot of meat and I'm like addicted to Chinese food and I eat unhealthy portions of food. So I said, I'm just gonna go. Such a drastic change, but you know what actually did the biggest health change for me? It was the fact that I disciplined myself to doing 20 minutes of a workout every single day for six weeks. That's what made the difference. Just 20 minutes a day. That, that's what it took. And then because I did the 20 minutes a day, guess what? Then I actually started getting out to do cardio. Then I started doing five miles a day. And then in the middle of the summer, one day I went to do my five miler and I said, you know, I'm going to try a half marathon today. Craziest thing. I'm going to try a half marathon today. I'm just going to go for it. I, I sh my machines weren't, hey, man. But, but, but that could not have happened unless I made those 20 minute a day workouts happen. Now we're here having this conversations as business owners and we're in school. Y'all in PT school. I'm still a PPT, but we out here doing it. And because of our discipline now, come graduation day, when y'all are running like a multi-million empire, changing the lives of student physical therapists, it's all going to come down to the differences we make. And as a person listening to this podcast, when you look to graduation day, when you look to like five years into the profession, 
the only way you're going to get to the image you have and the vision you have of yourself is making those small incremental changes now. Because remember, time only shines a light on the things we ignored. That's it. So don't ignore them. Because you know, you know what the crazy part is? I, I'm going on a 10. You know what the crazy part is? A lot of us are aware of what we need to change. We know what we need to change. We just won't do it because it's too hard. Oh, no, my bad. It requires more of ourselves to be more disciplined than we have in us. But maybe if you just started just meditating for like one, not even five minutes, man. I'm not going to, just like 60 seconds of just complete silence and master that. Master 60 seconds of complete silence with no thing for the next month. That's 31 minutes of your month. You will have what it takes. That's it. Come on, let's get it. I'm sorry for just preaching and like that, but I just, I get fired up. I just, it's my passion to help a lot of SBTs, but just even having the honor to come on here and just share this means a lot just because I know there are people that need to hear this and they need to take that next step, but all it's going to take is for them to hear just one thing that resonates with them. And I know we hit it. Y'all hit it every week. But specifically, this was, and it's going to be this one thing. I, Paul, like, like I said, I, I'm, I have no words. I really don't. But we just want to appreciate you for everything that you're doing, everything that you just said, oh my because goodness. you saying all those things are going to change many lives from people who listen to this episode. Just think about that. I'm honored. I'm honored that I had the opportunity to come on and chat a little bit. You know, we don't get to do this enough. And y'all got to come on our podcast too, by the way. So I just kind of throw that out there. Ooh, official invite. Yes. (laughs) 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 And I do want to (laughs) point out to people, we've said this already, but you are a pre-PT. Like, People put such limits on themselves. I think us bringing people like you on is what will change people's perceptions of their opportunity and their possibilities and their limitations because they have no excuse when they see a pre-PT doing more than they've done in their entire careers. Wow. Wow. Can I say this though? I don't want anybody to hear that and think it's like a special case. Right. That should be normal. Because anybody's capable. I I didn't I didn't come out like with some like financial guru genius in my mind or I didn't like have some secret sauce. No. Anybody can do it. Literally anybody can do it. It's never too late. I'm 26. I'm a pre-PT and I'm 26. Right? It's never too late and you can take control. You just have to give yourself permission. So where can people find you? Cause you know, they're going to reach out and they want to hear more about your story and what's the best place. You can Instagram me the pride of Simba with underscores under each words so the underscore pride underscore of underscore symbol or you can find me on facebook that's probably a lot easier 
find me on Facebook, Paula Chang, O-C-H-I-E-N-G, and send me a message on Messenger, and let's talk, because it's time. Paul, thank you so much for coming on, for providing value, for just, gosh, speaking life into so many students, pre-PTs, students, even physical therapists, because... It needed to be said, and the time is now. We're going into a new decade. You have to make the choice. What do you want? Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code GRATITUDE, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous.